Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this topic. I would never, ever do a talk radio program in New Orleans and wish for a storm like Gilligan and his crew got. But boy, we could use some rain, huh? A little bit of rain, not a hurricane, not a storm, just some rain. Like that. But not that. We don't need the... We don't need boats being tossed. We just need a thunder shower or two. It's dry. It's parched out there. Ah, speaking of rain, we get the exact opposite. Drew Brees from La Jolla, San Diego. They get about 10 inches of rain a year. A year. We'll get 10 inches of rain in one outing if we're not careful. Yeah, you, right, Corey Johnson back at you. A hot Tuesday afternoon in New Orleans, the metro area and beyond. Lots of water. Hydrate. Agua. H2O. Stay hydrated. Especially you folks that are about to go exercise in this. Don't go run the dog with you. Just because you can struggle through it. The dog doesn't want to be on this. Hot pads on the concrete. Yeah, stay hydrated if you're going to go work out. If you're doing some work work out in the yard, landscaping, roof work, air conditioning work. You guys know to stay hydrated. You girls know to stay hydrated. Hunting blind, fishing hole, golf course, tennis court. Stay hydrated. Pickleball, stay hydrated. Yeah, even pickleball. Anything outside, I don't care what you're doing. If you're in the direct sunlight, sunblock would be smart. Long sleeves, maybe even the hoodie with the, you know, sunscreen, sun protection built into the garment itself. It's that kind of hot. Hey, I might as well tell you about them right now because you know I'm going to tell you about them. River City's Total Maintenance. That's fair and honest Lucas and the boys. That's the air conditioning experts that come immediately. The three things you want in an air conditioning outfit. And River City's total maintenance might be the metro area's largest. Over 35 trucks, over 35 techs, centuries of air conditioning expertise. Honest air conditioning experts that come immediately. Honest Air conditioning experts that come immediately. That's River City's total maintenance. In this heat, if you need air conditioning help, you need the best. NOLAAC.com. NOLAAC.com. River City's total maintenance. You need air conditioning help? NOLAAC.com. Corey Johnson with you. Broadcasting live from the Buddy Delaberto River City's Total Maintenance Studios, NOLAAC.com, all you need to know in this seat. Freddie King, New Orleans City Councilman, District C, will join us in about 10 minutes. District C is all of the West Bank, I believe, and I think kind of the sliver by the river from Canal Street to the Parish Line, like the French Quarter. The Marigny Triangle, the Marigny Bywater, kind of Claiborne to the river. Basically, the economic zone for essence. All right, I'm kidding. 
Freddie King's going to join us, New Orleans City Councilman District D, in a few minutes. Five o'clock power hour, Rafael Goyaneci, Metropolitan Crime Commission. Get the latest from him, not only on violent crime stats and the like, but this mayor's process down to three for the NOPD chief gig. We'll find out about that. The latest and greatest, Rafael Goyeneci. That's coming up in the 5 o'clock power hour. Hey, Leidenheimer Baking Company. Do you know Leidenheimer Baking Company? I had some Leidenheimer French bread last night. Had the little mini loaf. Heated it up in the oven. Had the bread, the, the butter that was already, you know, room temperature, that whipped butter. I almost knocked out that whole mini loaf. I wanted to knock out that whole mini loaf. Tough to beat that hot, crisp outside, soft, hot center, the melting butter. Hard to beat Leidenheimer French bread. Leidenheimer Baking Company for over 125 years. They've been baking that French bread, still baking it in New Orleans. Since 1896, 1896, Leidenheimer Baking Company, Leidenheimer French Bread. Good to the last crumb, you bet it is. Last night, pretty much knocked out that whole mini loaf with that room temperature butter just melting on that hot Leidenheimer French bread. That's just tough to beat. That's an incredibly good flavor. 97 degrees, feels like 107 97 degrees, feels like 107, and excessive heat warning was on the table yesterday. We're pretty close to that today. The highs of 97, like we're experiencing right now, 98, even 99, like yesterday. The airport recorded 100 degrees yesterday. I think New Orleans, north of 100, happens like every few decades, every few decades This will continue through the weekend till next Monday. Instead of our highs being in the mid-90s, our highs are in the high 90s. Instead of feel-like temperatures of high 90s, low 100s, it's high 100s, 107, 108, 109. Feels like even higher in some places. Your temperature will rise if you get that school zone ticket doing 23 in a school zone. My God, New Orleans. First off, know the speed limit on the street you're driving on when there's a speed camera. And know that you have to get somewhere around that speed limit. Like when it's 35 on Carrollton, like 34, 35, 36, 37's okay. You don't have to do 26. And when it's a school zone, blinking 20, it means do 20. Pedaling a bicycle fast is 20, okay? School zone, uh uh-oh, now they got the cameras. I better do 14. Granny with the walker, with the oxygen tank, is passing you walking at 14 practically. No, it's aggravating. It's it's beyond deliberate and slow. And if you look in your rearview mirror and you wonder why there are 30 cars bumper to bumper behind you, it's because you're driving painfully slow. Man, New Orleans driving is already tough. If you're in a hurry trying to get somewhere, you have to get somewhere. My God, there's that Sunday driving mentality with a lot of folks. Just 
No sense of urgency, just like it's a Sunday stroll. But no, it's 7.30 a.m. People are trying to commute and get to work. Luckily, I don't have to do that at 7.30. But like right now, I'd pull my hair out. Driving from like Kenner to Laplace and the left lane, folks are just driving in it. Year in, year out, decade in, decade out, their commute from Kenner to Laplace on the twin span, driving in that left lane. New Orleans East, driving in the left lane. Twin span from the east to Slidell, driving in the left lane. It is illegal to drive in the left lane. Like, it's illegal to drive with your hazard lights on. I I don't make the law. It's just what it is. But, boy, folks that just uh, either are oblivious, belligerent. You get a lot of that in New Orleans. You'll pass someone, and I just pass folks. I don't look. But occasionally you look over and you're just getting this look, this stare, like, not like, why were you up on my rear end? But like, I know you were, I know you were trying to pass. I've got nothing better to do but to slow you down. I I don't know about you, but when I look in my rear view mirror and someone is barreling up my rear end, guess what I do? Get out of the way quickly. I don't know if it's someone that maybe is trying to get to the hospital or it's just some mindless idiot. Maybe it's a fool who's drunk or on drugs. They're barreling up my rear end. I get over to the right. I'm not trying to teach them some road lesson, you know. Someone's flying up my rear end. I don't assume anything. I just get over to the right. But, boy, so many folks in New Orleans, I couldn't handle the commute. My commute's easy. It's all surface roads in the city. School zones have been reactivated in Orleans Parish. That means 20 miles an hour. 21, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Be alert. Be aware. Don't be distracted. Don't be texting. Don't be eating. Hands on the wheel looking around for some kid to pop out from a car. But it doesn't mean, oh, wow, school zone, traffic camera, I better do 12. I better do, you can't go too slow. Yes, you can. Do not think you can't go too slow in a school zone. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Especially a school zone where in Orleans Parish, just they're wide open. There's no, like, 2023 technology hooked up. Point is, they start Hours before school lets out. They continue hours after school and the kids are gone. Just use common sense. School zone cameras are reactivated. That means stay around 20. Doesn't mean do 12. Corey Johnson with you. Freddie King is next. River City's total maintenance keeps you cool, New Orleans. NOAAC.com is your cool spot. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria has over 15 specialty sandwiches, a big 10-ounce burger, and some of the best pizza in New Orleans. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day. By river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here. Delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. 
Learn more about your port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique as you. Dave Miette Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miette. INSAgency.com. Dave Miette Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miette. INSAgency.com. Trey Yen in Mandeville. A New Orleans tradition for over 40 years. Serving the finest Louisiana-inspired Chinese cuisine. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Trey Yen. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com that's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. The French bread of the city of New Orleans. Good to the last crumb. Leidenheimer French bread. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? And he said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk. And within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent $1,000, and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Did you know Rouse's sells only Angus beef? Angus beef's natural marbling means more succulence and flavor. Whether you choose Rouse's USDA Prime, Choice, or Select, it'll be only Angus beef when you get it at Rouse's. Tastes like home. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. Hey, in Metro New Orleans, there are seven helm paint and decorating locations. Seven easy ways for you to get those high-quality Benjamin Moore paints and knock out that paint project. Plus, free two-hour delivery anywhere in Metro New Orleans. You can pick your colors, do it all online, call the Helm Paint and Decorating location closest to you, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore. They'll bring it right to you. Keep working. 
helm paint and decorating. Everybody knows for over half a century, when you got a paint in Metro New Orleans, you go to helm. Tuesday afternoon edition of the program, 97 degrees, feels like 107. It's hot out there. Stay hydrated, stay cool. Freddie King, New Orleans City Councilman, District C, joins us again on the program. How you doing, Freddie? Doing good, Corey. How about yourself? Doing well, man. Thanks so much for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, I, I keep saying this during these tough times with this heat. Uh, elderly folk, anyone without air conditioning that you know, especially without AC that are elderly, health issues, get over there and take care of those folks during the midday hours. Bring them to a library, a grocery store, shopping mall, inside your car, vehicle with the air conditioning, drive around, just take care of those folks without AC, huh, Freddie? It's tough out there, man. Like you just said, 97, it feels like 105. Uh, stay inside as much as possible and stay hydrated. Public library, community center, anywhere where there's air conditioning. Yeah. Grocery stores, walk around, get some of that AC in. Yep, exactly, exactly. You ready to get into it, Freddie? Let's go. Hey, the big story, this NOPD chief search, it's down to three uh, candidates apparently. How do you feel about the search so far? Uh, I, I've seen some of your fellow council people, J.P. Morrell, Helena Moreno, complaining a lot about the process, lack of transparency, lack of information. What do you feel about the transparency? Are you getting enough information? How do you feel as councilman for, boy, I mean, French Quarter, Bywater, Marigny, uh, Algiers. How do you feel about all this? Jermaine St. Rock. Yep, yeah, from Claiborne well, to the river, from the parish line to Canal Street. Uh, that's pretty much it, huh, West Bank? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Well, well Corey, I, I'll say this about the search. Um, my my job as a council member is to um, confirm or not confirm whoever the mayor appoints. Um, my job isn't to, to select the, the appointed person. Um, we recently... I think as recent as last night, got information on the three finalists. Um, I have been doing my due diligence, speaking to the community, and more importantly, speaking to members of NOPD, current and former, to see uh, what do they think, or who do they think we should, should leave this, this department? What kind of qualities and attributes should the, the next police chief have? So. I'm, I'm going to um, wait until we get that person to look at, but I've been doing my due diligence and seeing and listening as to who the community um, wants to, to lead or what type of officer does the community want, what type of leader does, does the community want. So um, as far as the transparency, I, I've been purposely um, trying to stay out of, of who – it's being looked at, and I don't want my idea to be tainted any kind of way from the media or from um, the transparency talk. But I've just been kind of keeping the boots on the ground and listening to the constituents and, and not so much who they want, some of who they want, but mostly what do they want. When that time comes to, to confirm that person, I have an idea of what the constituents and what the residents of the city want. New Orleans City Councilman District C, Freddie King's with us on the program for a few minutes. Hey, speaking of the police, the task force updates. Any uh, news there? With the um, permitting process? That's what you're referring to? Yes. Okay, okay. 
yeah, so, you know, we, my office, uh, we, we got some, uh, we got, we asked members of the, of the, the public to, to join, to be a part of the task force to help with the permitting processes in, in not only the French Quarter, but the entire city. Um, we have five individuals, including um, a member of the, the law department, which will make six, who, who are doing a great job. They, they took on a yoga's task and doing the yoga's job of, of um, looking at the permitting processes, what can be done better, what are we doing good, what are the cities doing, what are cities that we're competing with, what are they doing, and, and they are meeting um, at least once a week for a few hours. I know they are going to different communities to to get input from the from the residents. I spoke to a member earlier today, and and they're trying to put together some information to hopefully come before the 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 public at the the quality of life. Sorry, the community development committee meeting at the end of the month. Just to give us an update, um, we were originally thought it was going to take a month. But this is a, a, a bigger job than we all initially anticipated. So they're going in their second month, but they're they're coming along just fine. Man. They're, they're doing a lot of a lot of great work. Let me say this, Corey, they're doing it for free. They're not out. Uh, we didn't have to hire them. Um, I know the administration uh, went to get a, a, a California-based company and paid them a couple of couple hundred thousand dollars to do the job. But you know, we got local people. To know, to know the ins and outs of city government who are, are residents of the city, who are long-time business owners in the city, who are doing it for free. So I think we're going to get a good product once they're done. Hey, Freddie, I'm all for bike lanes. I'm, I'm for the proliferation of bike lanes. The more, the better. Uh, but when you have Barone downtown as a two-way street heading from the CBD and all those parking garages to the interstate, and you make an entire lane a bike lane, and there are no bicycles on it, really. Uh, and, and, and Claiborne, I mean, Barone goes from two lanes to one, and there's traffic every day. I don't like that. When I see a street like Gentilly Boulevard go from three lanes to two, because one's a bike lane and I don't see too many bikes, I'm not a big fan of that necessarily. Uh, I like the traffic lane that has the bicycle on it, meaning the bike has the right-of-way vehicles, but if there is no bike, it's a traffic lane. But regardless, I do see some guys with the heat torch peeling up the bike lanes in some parts of your district and other districts. Any comments on that? So, so yeah, I'm glad you asked about that, Corey. So, um, and, and at, well, first of all, let me start by saying this. I'm very sensitive to to those who have lost 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 ones, and as a result of bike bike incidents with cars, and yes. those who've been injured. Crazy. Uh, we just wrapped up a meeting with DPW, with the state, with uh, BOTD, and with Bike Easy on how can we make certain corridors, mainly St. Claude and Legion Fields, safer for, for all pedestrians, bikers, and, and bicyclists and walkers as well. Um, but in Algiers, no, we did the will of the people. Uh, the people in Algiers are mostly affected. Uh, they felt like the bike lanes that were installed a couple years ago were, were done hastily. Yep. Uh, they were done with very little public input, yep. and the design was was all wrong. Yep. So, you know, the council unanimously decided to remove the bike lanes, and uh, it didn't make everyone happy. But for those who are mostly affected, those who live near and work and, and own businesses near those bike lanes, they are appreciative. And once you keep, someone needs to get the, 
the, the community and the people in mind when you do things and make decisions. You may not make everyone happy, but you can go to sleep knowing you made the right decision for those mostly impacted. And that's, the, that's what we did. Hey, Freddie, this is just my personal opinion. I don't even want you commenting on this. Uh, this Matwani guy, I mean, he scoops up a lot of property in the quarter when no one else wanted it. More power to him. He just doesn't create anything positive from it. Math shops, daiquiri shops, big-ass beer, trinkets, just crap, most of it. So I'm not a big fan. The uh, Tujak sign, he buys Tujaks. That's yes. his prerogative. Uh, you can't teach class or any of that. Taking down the Tujak sign, I, I mean, that's his right. But putting up, like, Cajun food or something absurd like that, uh, it can get out of hand. Uh, you can't teach class, but there are laws and there are historic landmarks that you have to take care of. What's happening with the Tujak sign in the quarter, if you don't mind me uh, mentioning that? Sure, sure. Why did you ask that, course? So we want to always preserve the historical architecture in the French Quarter. It's the French Quarter. It's a worldwide recognized um, community. We want to keep it like that. Yep. Um, this issue started with um, the two jacks sign. So I want to clear up some some rumors. Um, the two jacks company uh, they never asked to get the two jacks sign when they move a couple blocks on the street. So some people said that the sign was held hostage. They asked for it. Um, per the two jacks family or, or the company, they never wanted to sign. Um, so the the Milani family, the owner of the new, the owner of the now old Two Jacks building, um, was shopping around some tenants. They had a tenant that was looking to change the sign from Two Jack to to Voodoo Donuts. Well, I saw the renderings of this. I said, this is this is not what's needed in the French Quarter. And and, and Corey, I was ready to um, deny, which I still will denied their application to change the two-jack sign. Um, but we never really got to that, Corey, because it, it, this thing went from a sign being changed to becoming political and, and, and race got involved and Voodoo was called a racist company. And, wow. And I'm, not supporting, I'm not supporting Voodoo Donuts. Um, I've never heard about them until now. Um, and I'm always going to do with the people of this, of this city and of this district actually to do. I was just disappointed how we got to this point. Um, it, it became less about a sign and more about, I don't want this company in here at all costs. And I'm thinking, and I heard you say something last, a couple of years ago, Corey, and I, and I heard you in another channel. We used to be eye and eye uh, compared to Atlanta and Houston. Then it became Memphis, and, and now it's Nashville. Yeah, hey, hey, Freddie, hold, hold that thought real quick, Freddie. I don't mean to interrupt you. Break's coming. We're coming right back with Freddie King. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. 
My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. For over 20 years, serving healthy, fresh, authentic Middle Eastern cuisine, Lebanon's Cafe, in the Carrollton section of Uptown on the streetcar line, Wednesday through Monday, 11 a.m. to 9.30, Lebanon's Cafe. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. Ladies and gentlemen, in this Lamarck Automotive Complex is something called Quick Lane. Tires, wheel alignments, you know, struts, servicing your transmission. We're doing all makes and models. It doesn't have to have been purchased from us. It's for you. It handles your lifestyle with your budget in mind. And we want to get you in and out as quick as possible. Quick Lane, you got to come see it. You're going to love the experience. Right there at Williams Boulevard in Kenner. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. When USA Today ranked the 10 best must-visit New Orleans restaurants for travelers, Mid-City's own Katie's made the list. USA Today says Scott Craig is chef-owner at Katie's, a much-loved Creole-Italian eatery that draws armies of regulars for lunch, brunch, and dinner. A neighborhood spot where locals congregate and New Orleans-style hospitality rules. Indeed it does. Katie's in Mid-City. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com 1970 was an exciting time in New Orleans. The first Jazz Fest was held, the city hosted its first Super Bowl, and the first Helm Paint location opened on Earhart Boulevard. While the floppy disks, mood rings, and pet rocks may have come and gone since the 70s, Helm Paint has grown to become your premier source for quality Benjamin Moore products, competitive pricing, and personal service. Please visit one of our locations today, and we'll meet our competitors' prices on any identical product. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrim family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrim company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrim.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. New Orleans City Councilman District C, Freddie King is with us. Freddie, we were discussing the Tujac sign. I didn't mean to cut you off with that break. Please continue. On a break. We've got a break. got to pay the bills. Yep. So we're not going to move forward with the sign being redesigned or being changed at all for the Voodoo Donut Company. Um, after listening to the constituents in the corner and throughout the city, just not the best fit for this city. 
Um, but I just didn't like how we got to this point, Corey. I think there's a way that adults can handle business and 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 get their point across without resorting to the, the emails and the, the you know the social media foolishness and the, the articles and the paper that are filled with half truths just to just to get a win. And and I'm concerned that this the because it became racial and and, and other things got involved with that. How did it become racial? Like, what what's the racial part about the sign? For well, me, it's just like, and and, and even, I'll talk more about what I think, but it has nothing to do with race. Well, not so much about the sign. It was about the company itself. Um, you know, they have voodoo in the name, and that's disrespecting the voodoo culture. Now, I'm not I'm not here to argue that point, but those are some points I've made. Once it seemed like. The process is going too too slow to maybe deny the sign. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, I, I don't get all right. that expropriation of a culture. I don't I don't understand yeah. that, Freddie. I, yeah. I got that as like you know a black man can't open an Italian restaurant. You can't have Latino cooks in the Arab restaurant. I I don't I don't get this. Uh, Buddy D used to be you know the. The, the best form of flattery is, is imitation. I, so I don't get that, but, and I think the voodoo donut thing, I don't know all this and I don't care, but aren't they out of like Seattle or something? They're out of the very, uh, progressive left, west coast, uh, I think like Oregon. Yeah, I'm sure um, it's a bunch of white that, hippie know. liberal folks that know nothing about voodoo, but you know, it's like Hagen dazs ice cream or Outback. Got nothing to do with the Netherlands or, or uh, you know, uh, Australia. I don't know what to tell people. But, but it took an ugly turn, you know, with Voodoo and maybe have a black face on some of the advertisements of Voodoo dolls. But, but look, let's put that aside. My concern is this. Wow. Um, they they got dragged through the mud. And I'm thinking about it like this. But this have a, could this potentially have a chilling effect on our ability to, to draw in New businesses. Oh yes, city. yes, um, yes. When they, now you don't want the sign to be changed. That's fine, but let's let's keep it at the sign. No, no, that's but even that, Freddie, I'm, I was about to say, I'm a native New Orleanian like you. I love the sign. It's always been there. That doesn't mean it has to stay. Tujacs isn't there anymore. They're down the street. They didn't want the sign. I mean, uh, maybe the guy has a right to change it. It doesn't have to stay Tujacs. It isn't a law, but, um, yeah, well, like the sign, I saw Cajun food or something like that on one of them. It was atrocious. So it has to be something that aesthetically works, I guess. Now, let me just say, we, you know, I thought we were having some some good dialogue, but it kind of didn't come to fruition. But there's a there's a an identical sign, like three blocks down the street, for the new two jacks. Um, the so, new two jacks put up a sign, almost copying the old sign. N- not almost identical. Wow, and it's a it's a neon sign, a very expensive high end sign. Right, it's an identical sign on the. Same side of the street, about about three blocks different, and uh, same size, Freddie, like twenty feet tall, identical. Wow, wow. Okay, Um, so that that's interesting. But but, no, we're not going to move forward with it again. I was just disappointed how we got here. Yep, Um, agreed. Cities are watching us. They're going to say, "Hey, don't go to New Orleans because if 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 they don't like you, or they have another." reason for not wanting you to move in they will go through these links yeah that they'll make you leave i mean look at look at uh your boy right there in your district sean meenan if he wasn't a golden gloves champ and an etsy founder original investor and worth a 100 million bucks 
Franson and all those jerks on Esplanade would have ran him out of there. All the signs, no Habana outpost. Took that guy a decade, Freddie, to get that up. Now, the message is already out there. New Orleans is not business friendly. Anti-business. Well, I'm going to change that. I want, I want to change that. Um, I want to change that. I want to see the French Quarter thrive. I want to see the city thrive. We all know we, we mean in the city and the state and even this region, we go as the French Quarter goes. Um, but my, my question is a bit of a rhetorical question. Is it possible to protect something so much that you start to prevent it from thriving? Yes. You start to prevent it from Yes. Thriving. Yeah. I, 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 I just mentioned, hey, let's look at how VCC operates and the amount of, of, of nasty emails that were put out there that I received and the amount of, of lies I saw on social media and news reports and articles and so email blasts. I'm like, man, all I, see, all I said was let's just look at it. Let's no, and, and, and you got to be fair and object. I, I don't like Metwani personally. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But he's not breaking the law. So, yeah, you got to work with people and you want to be business friendly. It doesn't matter if I like him or not. No, Sean Meenan and the Habana Outpost, Freddie, is the best example, and it is that's, sinful. That's that was a decade long. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unreal. We, and, and look at the, have, the finished products. Fantastic, by the way. It's a great family, uh, clean, safe, quiet place to, to enjoy some good food. Um, we have to do a better job of, of balancing economic development and growth and historical preservation. We have to do a better job of communicating. Um, let's not have issues hashed out over social media. Let's get in the room. We, we might fuss. We might say some things that's offensive, but we're going to be adults and get to a solution and move forward. But this, this I'm going to go political and I'm going to make it a, a nasty fight. That's we're better than that. The other cities are watching. Yep. Other, uh, other companies are watching. Yep. And do we need any more black eyes in our city? Can we stand Please, any the more opposite. black eyes right now? The opposite. So we need we'll, a bunch we'll of victories. Forward. No, you're Freddie. You're right on everything you're saying. You're nailing it. Those and, are great but, points. But I, I will always uh, stand in, in, in unison with the residents, with the business owners, with the people of this city. I just wish we could do a better job of communicating with each other and coming together. We have more in common. Uh, the business owners and the, and the preservationists and the East and the West Bank and the bicyclists and the yep. drivers. It's just too much fighting. Yep. It? Well, the, yep. no, it is. It is. But the problem, Freddie, is you have people entrenched, black, white. That That's important to them, black and white. That They so are infatuated with skin color. Then you have Republican, Democrat, and if you're a Republican in New Orleans, you're an enemy. You're evil. It's like if you're a Democrat in Louisiana, you're an enemy and evil. This just infighting, divisiveness. It doesn't help. It doesn't work. It's comfortable. It's easy. People are entrenched. People in power are entrenched. I, I don't know how we break that cycle, Freddie, because I think it's the number one detriment to New Orleans and Louisiana not keeping up with Texas and the rest of the South the last 40 years. We get dug in on our on our beliefs. We don't want to budge, and I'm, I'm guilty of it at times. So I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not here putting anybody down. Um, there's room for the biggest room is room to improve, and I'm steadily trying to improve. Yeah, I want I want our city. I want better for our city, um, and that's why I strive for every day as a councilman for District Six. Yeah, I mean, I throw out opinions every day. I'm wrong all the time. I throw out so much, but the point is, you have the mentality like you're saying. 
So that's the goal, to get along, to work together, to compromise. And you know you're not always going to be right. If if that's your mentality, you're going to win. But the entrenched, not budging mentality, it, it doesn't work. Speaking of, let's end it on this, Freddie. This is a Corey Johnson original. We need to reimagine Bourbon Street. It is a toilet. It is a dump. There is a reason no locals go down there because it's worthless. We need to get rid of the strip joints, get rid of the big-ass beer, the trinket shop, all the garbage, jazz clubs, restaurants with outdoor dining lit up, uh, bring Royal Street into play. Instead of Royal Street shutting down at 6 p.m. and, you know, cages over windows and doors, you, you connect the streets, light them up, police presence, and a different element of tourists, not, you know, no offense, not Johnny and his girlfriend driving in with the pickup truck from southern Mississippi and, and walking with the daiquiri and spending $18 each. I have nothing against those people, but I want the Australian couple spending 1800 bucks each, you know. Uh, how do we reimagine Bourbon Street and cease uh, saying it, it's always been a toilet, it'll always be that way? And make it a real jewel for our city, not something we avoid. Corey was always, I've heard the, 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 the saying that people look at our city as a cheap date, as a cheap one. Yep. Stand, I don't want to be offensive, yep. but that's, that's what I've been. No, that's told. true. That's um, a great, I like that. that. We, well, I, I didn't coin that, but I'll, you know, I, just, I just heard it. Yep. Um, we, we need to stop the anything goals mentality in, in the French Quarter. I think small things um, go a long way. Um, for instance, I'm not trying to open another can of worms here, but we have an unhoused population that that is, uh, you know, people say, man, I'm putting human waste on the sidewalk. Yep. Um, we, we need to see more return on our investment from groups like Travelers Aid, um, from groups like Unity that the city funds. You know, we need to get unhoused people in, in, in the uh, – the houses that they need, that's going to help the French Quarter become a better place. We need to help businesses get their permits and get from point A to point Z more efficiently yep. so more businesses want to come to this city and invest in this city. I was um, in the D.C. area and like, wow, this this is how New Orleans should and can be. We're not that far off. Nope. We just need to do a, a few small things so now – People not saying, let's go, well, let's not go to New Orleans, let's go to Houston, let's go to Atlanta. Yeah, no, you're Texas. right. You're right saying, on we're, 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 going, we're going to New Orleans more than just Mardi Gras. It's a cultural mecca. And, you know, we need to protect it as such and treat it as such and just change our image. That'll change the image, uh, that'll change the way people look at us. And I think that starts with just the small things. I'll ask you this, Corbin, you know, I'll leave it at this. I was just telling some residents in the corner, they said, how about making a corner a gun-free zone? You can't have a gun in the French corner, whether it's legal or illegal. No, no guns. I think that may be a start. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, that's something to discuss. I, 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 I haven't ever thought about it. I don't know, you know, what Second Amendment gun right activists are going to think about that. Business owners carrying cash and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. The criminals are going to still have guns. I, 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 I'm thinking more of changing zoning, getting rid of strips joints, some blatant. It has to be a total, yeah. you know, a, a, Concerted effort where we are reimagining Bourbon Street. We're acknowledging it's a toilet. 
and we're going to make it something that locals would want to go down to, not something you avoid. I never tell anyone who comes in town, you got to go to Bourbon Street. Never. I might say, dude, if you want to walk down it at 4 p.m. at, you know, or at, at 10 p.m. one night just to look fine, but don't spend more than 10 minutes there. So I think it's yeah, a, I it's a lot more than a gun-free zone, just personal. Uh, uh, well, uh, that was something I just heard, um, you know, talking to this to residents. But I would say this, Corey, uh, it's the little things that matter. Yep, um, I agree. They, they say they say football, you win a football game, it's a matter of, it's a game of inches. Yep. It's two plays, it's, it's a small thing. So No, and we don't care at all play. about the inches, so I agree with you, Freddie. That's, I would say that's my answer to that. Let's do the small things. Let's pick up the trash. Let's get rid of the the the, the pan the aggressive panhandlers. Let me shine your shoes. Uh, the the monks that some of the trinkets that's harassing people. Yep, yep. Let's get those small things, and I think we'll be all right. Freddie that's King, right. Councilman District C, always a pleasure. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Freddie King joining us on the program. Corey Johnson with you on a hot Tuesday afternoon. Coming right back. Don't move, New Orleans. What actually lasts a lifetime? Not much, but at Helm Paint, we have something guaranteed to last a lifetime. Benjamin Moore's Regal Select. This paint and primer in one offers cutting-edge waterborne technology, smooth application, and long durability. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, your New Orleans paint store. Being a part of people's lives from an engagement ring to a wedding band. Before you know it, the wedding day is here and groom and bride are exchanging gifts on that day. And not too long after that, there's baby gifts to have. And I just enjoy being part of other people's family saying, Mr. Friend did my engagement ring and he did my mom and dad's engagement ring. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning. Call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Rouse's Market is hiring. With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at rouse's.com. That's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. For over 120 years, New Orleans' very own Leidenheimer French bread. It's time to relax. The Woodhouse Day Spa, Metro New Orleans' premier day spa experience, now with five area locations. For a day of relaxation or maybe just a quick one-hour getaway, the Metro area's premier day spa experience is at the Woodhouse Day Spa. And now five area locations. New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and our newest location in Mandeville. The Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. It's not that I can't win, it's that I don't really care. Uh... I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you. So many folks mad at me yesterday, liberals and conservatives, about Donald Trump running for president. I, I, I can't help it, liberals, that he has 54% of the, you know, 
Republican votes and DeSantis has 17%. You Republicans that are DeSantis fans, I can't help it that Trump has 54% to DeSantis's 17 Folks getting mad at me when I say something like, there appears to be no Republican candidate that can beat Donald Trump. And folks get mad at me for that. I I, I don't know. I said maybe Sununu gets in the race. Someone is going to have to drop a bomb to catch up and beat Donald Trump. Or something bad's going to happen to happen that sticks with Donald Trump. And then the opposite, too, when I say, hey, Trump can't beat Joe Biden, apparently. In America, I get folks mad at me about that. I, I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you what polls show and what what apparently appears to be the truth. Trump is unbeatable against Republicans. And maybe any other Republican would beat Joe Biden and Trump can't beat Joe Biden. I, I, I don't know. That just all of that just appears to be painfully true. I can't help it if you don't like it or you hope or wish it's something else. And maybe it'll be something else. But right now, all of that is painfully true. Maybe DeSantis is the nominee. Maybe Trump beats Biden. Right now, none of that looks like it can happen. As far as Donald Trump, indicted today for the third time. A federal grand jury indicted former President Donald Trump this time accusing him of organizing a conspiracy to steal the 2020 election from Biden. The indictments handed down in a federal court in D.C. listed four counts against Trump. Conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Donald Trump says... Why didn't they do this two and a half years ago? Why'd they wait so long? Because they wanted to put it right in the middle of my campaign. Prosecutorial misconduct. Anyway, no, the Trump folks are going, that's exactly right. And the Trump haters are going, that's the most ridiculous, silly thing I've ever heard. Anyway, no, Donald Trump seems unbeatable. Going up against Republicans. And Donald Trump seems like cannot beat Joe Biden going head to head. Yeah, old man Joe Biden who stumbles and bumbles and all that. Donald Trump can't beat that guy. Lost to him already. America's dumb. America's smart. America's the greatest country. America has problems. Whatever you think, however you want to describe it, that's how it is. That's how it went down. And right now... Trump seems unbeatable. DeSantis doesn't have a chance. Trump's leading him by three times as many voters. Three times. And Donald Trump can't beat Joe Biden head-to-head. Corey Johnson with you on a Tuesday. Hey, the Lamarck Automotive Complex. Every day, this program on radio. Oh, so fine. 93.9 FM. 93.9 FM. New Orleans own 107.9 FM, 600 AM from Baton Rouge to Pensacola, Florida, 1560 AM on the North Shore, Slidell and Lacombe and Diamond Head, Slidell, New Orleans East, 1560 AM. That's on radio. Television, Cox Channel 4, statewide, Cox Channel 4. Spectrum, channel 333, statewide, 
Wherever Spectrum Charter TV is, I'm there four to five thirty weekdays. Live streaming CoreyTalks.com. Corey spelled K-A-A-R-E, CoreyTalks.com. And we're on YouTube. Neutral Ground, Corey Johnson, our YouTube channel. Click to subscribe. It don't cost nothing. Every day it's brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex. In Kennebra, Lamarck Ford for nearly 50 years. The number one Ford dealership in the region. Lamarck Lincoln, the number one Lincoln dealership in the state of Louisiana. And now, the legendary Ford SUV and truck dealership, Crescent City Ford on Jefferson Highway, under the Lamarck umbrella. That's right, Ronnie Lamarck from Araby Park. Ronnie Jr., his brothers. It's the Lamarck Automotive Complex in Kennebra, right on the car corner, Williams Boulevard and I-10, right on the corner, right on the price. And now, Lamarck Crescent City Ford on Jefferson Highway. Every day, Ronnie Lamarck's bringing you this program on radio, on television, on YouTube. You can find out where. I know I threw out a lot. You can find out everything at CoreyTalks.com, including live streaming, CoreyTalks.com. School zones have been reactivated. The school zone cameras reactivated in Orleans Parish. That's sort of a dichotomy of the whole deal. A lot of schools haven't opened, yet all school cameras are going on. So the school may not open for weeks, not even open for weeks for the fall semester, yet the school camera will be activated morning and afternoon. And then it's like a two-hour thing, like seven to nine, you know, two to four. It's, It's insane. Instead of it geared towards when the school lets out, start it up about 10 minutes before the school lets out, and end it about 45 minutes later. And that's it. Not two hours. Not just these blank spots. And then, my, my God, New Orleans drivers have enough trouble driving the vehicle as is. Some of the worst drivers anywhere. You got a bunch of belligerent drivers that are, like, out to get you. And then you got a bunch of just ignorant drivers that are unaware, oblivious. They see a school zone in New Orleans. They, they think about the camera. They go through it at 13 miles an hour, like a baby crawling on the sidewalks, passing the vehicle. Ouch. Five o'clock power is next. Do not move. You're on the neutral ground with Corey Johnson on TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. Also on YouTube, on radio at Nolatalk 93.9 FM, WSLA New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend and Company Fine Jewelers, Brightling Time, 5 p.m. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. 
Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Ford F-150, number one seller in America. What about in the USA? Uh, let's see, what about in the world? Who sells more trucks than Ford? Nobody. It's because the Lamar team is the real team. All that makes it happen is one goal. Everybody having a great experience at Lamar Ford. We became number one for a reason, because we're good. And we need to prove it every day, every deal, all the time. Rouse's, New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. The Rouse's on the River, Chapatulas at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown on Ferret at the corner of Valence is Rouse's all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouse's is New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's Markets. Taste like home. Hi, this is Joey Helm. My dad, Bunky Helm, had a vision. A vision of a locally family-owned store serving the residential and commercial paint needs of New Orleans. I think dad would be proud of today's Helm paint and decorating. And here's why. We have the best technical staff in the business, providing the best color matching service in Southeast Louisiana. Perfect matching for any color and any brand. And we'll save your color so you don't have to save those old cans. Helm Paint offers free two-hour delivery. Our in-store decorators will assist you on deciding what color and type of paint to best showcase your home. But most importantly, as your local independent Benjamin Moore dealer, our products provide the greatest value in the paint industry, superior coverage, and Benjamin Moore paint simply covers better and lasts longer. New Orleans is a city of vibrant color, and no one else provides the paints of New Orleans like Helm Paint and Decorating. Visit any of our six locations or online at HelmPaint.com. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Hey, guys, it's Frank Smith from LasVegasGambling.com with your weekend five-star lock of the week, lock of the week, lock of the week. Take the Lakers and the points over the Clippers. Sell the house, sell the boat, sell your children. Send grandma away and take the money. Put everything you've got on this five-star selection. It's the Lakers over the Clippers, and we've also got a fantastic five-star parlay as well. Call us now, 888-555-7777. It's Frank Smith, a.k.a. The Hammer, from LasVegasGambling.com. Do it now, now, now. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. That's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. Five generations. Family owned and operated. Leidenheimer French bread. For us, it's really relationships. And if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process, 
of a custom-made piece. I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. scheduling conflict. The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson will not be seen tonight. Instead, we're going back 40 years ago. It's reruns of Night Court. Such an arbitrary fill-in, but that's what we came up with. It's back-to-back episodes of Night Court. The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson will resume sometime in the future. Date unknown at this time. I guess that date is known. It's right now. The Neutral Ground's back. Night Court is out. The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson on a Tuesday afternoon. Live, live, live. And local, local, local. Every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6 o'clock on the radio, CoreyTalks.com, live streaming. We're on YouTube from 4 to 6, The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson. We're on television all over the state of Louisiana from 4 to 5.30, the first 90 minutes of the two-hour talk radio program, simulcast on television. That's how we do it every afternoon. The Neutral Ground with yours truly. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday afternoon. Hot, 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 insanely hot. Fading into a new month, already into August. Yeah, you right. 97 degrees, feels like 107. Ouch. It's hot out there. Yeah, peeking out. 97 feels like 107. The humidity is only about 48%. Yesterday, we had an excessive heat warning. We're right on the cusp of that. So don't be silly if you're going to be outside, especially for any extended period of time. Barely moving even. Stay hydrated. Lots of fluids. Lots of water. Liquids. Alcohol doesn't count. That's the opposite. That's the opposite. Water. H2O. Stay hydrated. This excessive heat, you know, instead of uh, low to mid-90s, For our everyday highs, mid to low 90s, it's high 90s. And we're getting feel-like temperatures of maybe 10 degrees plus of what we normally would have. Even worse, could be like 12, 15 degrees plus from what we normally have. And a, a normal New Orleans summer is brutally hot, humid, and oppressive, especially for those that aren't, that aren't prepared, especially for those that maybe don't have air conditioning. 
If you know someone that does not have air conditioning, especially if they're elderly or have health issues, help them out during the day. Get them to a library or a community center or the grocery store or a coffee shop or the shopping mall where there's air conditioning, especially during those insane peak moments of the day, which just starting to wind down about right now. Just starting to wind down. Hey, by the way, this heat wave type stuff we're having, highs in the high 90s instead of low to mid 90s, and feel like temperatures 10 degrees hotter than normal at least, continuing through the weekend till next Monday. So no, it is going to be a hot, oppressive week as we fade from July now into August officially, the summer of 2023. Stay hydrated. That's the theme. Because it's August 1st and because it's the city of New Orleans, the school zone cameras have been reactivated in Orleans Parish. Some schools are cranking up in the next few days, next week or so. Some won't open for weeks, but the traffic cameras built will be working with no teachers or students around. But that's how they work, generally speaking, too. It's like two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon. They're, they're not connected or wired with the school. You know, the, uh, we got a bunch of charter schools. There is no, every Orleans Parish public school, first, you know, bell is 8 a.m. The final bell is at 3 p.m. There, there's none of that. It is totally arbitrary. All these schools pretty much start at different times and end their school day at different times. The school zone shouldn't be this big two-hour, you know, blanket. I mean, the mayor's not only going back, you know, reneging on her promise to get rid of the traffic cameras. She's making it worse. Instead of them being geared towards each individual school and maybe lasting 45 minutes, you know, cranking up about five or ten minutes before the bell goes off to end the school day, and then about 45 minutes going off. And in the morning, the same deal. Maybe uh, an hour, 45 minutes before the first bell rings, and then going off about two minutes after that first bell rings. Not this big two-hour blanket thing where there are no students or teachers to be seen. They're all in the school or they've left the school long ago, yet the school zone is still going. Then it's New Orleans drivers coupled with New Orleans's poor drivers, generally speaking. My God. A 20-mile-an-hour school zone coupled with a speed zone camera? Folks are doing like 12 miles an hour in the school zone. Just, I don't know, it's mentally disturbing. It really is. You're on a 35 street. Speed limit's 35. And a speed camera pops up. And folks slow down to like 27. I'm like, it's a 35. Do 35. You won't get a ticket with the speed camera. Just do the speed limit. They even give you a little leeway because, you know, speedometers, different cars may work differently. 36, 37, you can get away with doing 38 in a 35, not 28. It's mind-blowing. And the, you know, better safe than sorry in a school zone. There's nothing wrong with being safe and doing 12. Yes, there is. 20 is the speed limit, and that's what you should be doing. It's the speed limit. I can do 12. You're right. You can. 
but it is painfully slow and totally unnecessary. 20 is more than enough. When, when the school zone's 20, that means, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, right in there. Not 12, not 13 miles an hour. Sheesh. I could not handle, you can tell I'm not built to handle like, uh, some kind of commute. I could not go from New Orleans East to Slidell every day, Kenner to Laplace, Metairie to Mandeville on the causeway, people driving in the left lane, not getting over to the right, not caring, don't care that you want to pass, aren't concerned. Maybe you're going to the hospital. Maybe you're just a belligerent speeder. I don't know about you. I look in the rearview mirror. Someone's barreling up on my ass. I get over to the right. It's pretty simple. Maybe it's just some belligerent fool that wants to pass me. Why would I try to slow them down? Maybe it's somebody bleeding to death trying to get to the hospital. Don't want to slow them down. I never understood folks that, you know, block the lane deliberately and and almost equally as bad as the ignorant driver, the one that just drives in the left lane by default, doesn't know any better. I get out of people's way when they're barreling up on me. Anyone flying up on me, I get over to the right. Why would I not? Why would I do otherwise? I, I, I don't get it. Makes no sense. School zone cameras have been activated in Orleans Parish, even though the vast majority of Orleans Parish public schools or private schools are not open right now. Boy, today, back in 1981, MTV went live. The music video channel changed music forever. I was a freshman at De La Salle 42 years ago. I was a freshman at De La Salle, 5300 St. Charles Avenue. I remember when MTV cranked up. New Orleans didn't have cable in 81. I remember going to De La Salle. MTV and Fast Times at Ridgemont High was the talk. And I couldn't participate in any of the conversations. Jefferson Parish, Metairie had cable. You had the little cable box with the push buttons, like up or down, like a row of 20 buttons, and then a wheel on the end that had like A, B, C, D, so it gave you other options. If you broke a toothpick together, my buddy would like get two buttons pushed down halfway at once, and the porn channels would come in. That was 42 years ago. And then MTV and what was it? Uh, uh, radio broke the video star or whatever. Whatever that song is. I think that was the first video killed the radio star. That was like the first whenever, I think. No, I was, I loved MTV. I, I remember watching that. I thought it was incredible. You're, it's the radio with the video. So you're getting audio and video kind of at the same time. It was revolutionary. Now, it's kind of like Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. That's what MTV is kind of like. Those aren't news outlets. You don't, you don't, you don't tune into that. If like a avalanche happened in Spain and a bunch of people were killed, you want to find out the news, you know, yeah, it's political news. That's the popular thing being hardcore left or right and criticizing the opposite side. That gets ratings. MTV, they don't play videos anymore. It's Jersey Shore and stuff like that. That gets ratings. Videos don't. Corey Johnson with you on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, you're right. Rafael Goyanechi joins us next.
Custom window treatments can enhance the look and value of your home. At Helm Paint and Decorating, we're proud to offer custom plantation-style window shutters by Scandia. Perfect for any window, including large frames, French doors, sliding doors, and arches. American-made SL300 shutters are available in many colors to match your personal decor. We'll come out to measure, and you'll receive fast delivery. Plus, they're virtually maintenance-free. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. There's a Middle Eastern restaurant that's less than five minutes from where Causeway and River Road meet. Lebanon's Cafe. Convenient to Old Metairie and Old Jefferson. Carrollton at Jeanette on the streetcar line. Lebanon's Cafe. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? And he said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk. And within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent $1,000, and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning. Call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. River cities, In New Orleans, we don't eat to live. We live to eat. More is better. Scott Craig of Katie's. That is our slogan. More is better at Katie's. It means more of everything. Not just more food, more smiles, more friendship, more love. More, more, more. When you do something, you have to do it right. You know, it's all about more, and it's all more of the good things. Get more at Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. That's what I said. Served in New Orleans' finest restaurants, Leidenheimer French Bread. Rouse's Market is hiring. With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at rouse's.com. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day. By river, rail, and by road, no matter what, 
It all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. I was knocking out some biz on the North Shore this morning. Then all of a sudden it's lunchtime. Yeah, I went to Treyen. About 20 different gourmet Chinese lunch specials to choose from. And they're all under 10 bucks. It's unbelievable. Fast food prices, not for Chinese food, for Chinese cuisine at Trey Yen in Mandeville. Hey, by the way, they're open for dinner tonight. Trey Yen at the foot of the causeway. So good. Corey Johnson with you on a Tuesday afternoon. 97 degrees, feels like 107. Stay hydrated. The NOPD police chief search continues. Last week, we reported down to three candidates. The mayor verifying that in the last 24 hours or so. Rafael Goyeneche joins us from the Metropolitan Crime Commission to try to make some sense of it. How you doing, Rafael? Hey, I hate to let you down, Corey. I'm fine. I don't know if I can make a whole heck of a lot of sense out of it, but <laughs> That's uh, why I'll I, do my best. I said trying, <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> trying. Yeah. You might. You might hit the goal. We're hoping. We're looking okay. for insight. Hey, Raphael, folks that might see criminal activity with a public official, with a contractor, any kind of deviant behavior, uh, how can they get in touch with you folks over at the Metropolitan Crime Commission? And, and is that what they're supposed to be doing? Well, sure. So, I mean, we turned 71 years old as an organization, and we were created in 1952 by the business community, recognizing that crime and corruption are disincentives to growth. So for, for 71 years, we've been recognized and uh, embraced by the community. If anyone has information about ethical, administrative, or criminal wrongdoing, they can report it to the Metropolitan Crime Commission. So people know that if they contact us and they request anonymity, we'll honor that. And uh, we've made referrals just since 2009 that have resulted in over 100 corruption-related felony convictions. So if anyone out there has something that they want to run by us and talk to us, you can give us a call at our office at 504-524-3148, or you can uh, make a referral online at our website, metrocrime.org. Same place if they want to get these email blasts, these crimes bulletins, these, these blasts you guys put out a few times a week. Exactly. So we also do research and we document crime trends. We talk about arrests made by the police department and provide public with statistics about that, the district attorney's office and the courts. So that information, uh, we churn out at least one report a week. And anyone that wants can subscribe to receive those emails. There's no charge for it. Just go to metrocrime.org. Uh, click on the research button and they'll, that'll prompt you to where you can register to receive these, these emails that we send out at least once a week. Raphael, it was reported last week down to three candidates. The mayor verified that in the last 24 hours. Uh, we're talking about the NOPD chief search. First off, what do you feel as far as transparency? JP Morrell, Helena Moreno, the president, vice president of the council respectively, have complained about that lack of transparency, lack of information. Are they right? Uh, yes, I, I agree with them, particularly in the context of 
the city charter changed uh, that was voted uh, resoundingly by the, the voting public in New Orleans in November. So uh, the public went to the polls and they approved the charter change requiring that any nominee that the mayor makes for a major department head has to be confirmed by the city council. So uh, when Sean Ferguson announced his retirement, uh, the city council, uh, organizations like the Metropolitan Crime Commission, the New Orleans Crime Coalition, and the business community, they all uh, supported the idea and concept of a national search for police chief. The mayor's response to that was she thought that a national search would be disrespectful to the men and women of the police department. And after public outcry about it, the mayor reconsidered and hired the International Association of Chiefs of Police to conduct a national search for the city of New Orleans. But the agreement and all of the communications between the IACP and the city of New Orleans were through the mayor's office. And I think the mayor missed the mark by excluding the city council, particularly in light of this charter change that I just discussed. Because if the objective of the mayor is to get her nominee appointed as superintendent, she now has to go through the city council for a confirmation process. So to exclude the council from any of the details of the national search makes creates the appearance of a lack of transparency and the mayor's trying to conceal something or hide something. So what we saw and what we've learned uh, in over the last couple of weeks is that the, it was publicly announced that 33 people applied for the position of police chief in the city of New Orleans. And then we didn't hear anything else about it. Uh, council and many groups called for the disclosure of how the process was going to unfold. And none of that information was supplied until about two weeks ago when the IACP announced that they had whittled the list of 33 applicants down to six. So the Crime Commission and other organizations said, well, what about, how did you get down to six? What was the criteria? And there was silence from that. And the city said that they're not going to supply the information or they don't have the information, but that doesn't ring true because the contract that was executed between the city of New Orleans and the IACP calls for certain deliverables and timelines. So one of the deliverables that we just saw a few weeks ago was that the list of 33 applicants would be synthesized down to a group of six semifinalists. And that was announced about uh, two weeks before the mayor's appointed panels interviewed those six semifinalists. So the contract called for the IECP to provide a semifinalist profile for the final six. The city said they didn't have it. So on the Wednesday before the interviews commenced on Thursday morning, the city said that they received those documents from the IACP and the individuals that are supposed to be interviewing those six semifinalists on the external and internal panels didn't have the resumes to review in preparation 
for the interviews that were happening the next morning. And already narrowed it down to three without the information, right? Well, right. So they interviewed the six semifinalists and the external panel composed of business people and one city council member, some clergy and some other individuals. They made a public disclosure of the three that they recommended to be superintendent of the police department. The mayor's internal panel, composed of her employees, has been silent on this. And the city has refused until yesterday evening to release any of the details of how the IACP scored the six semifinalists. So the whole process, the way it is unfolded, has uh, shielded from the public the details of how the search progressed and what some of the criteria are Yep. all of this. And that creates uh, uh, some um, concern in the public because the public doesn't trust this mayor to make important appointments. That's why they approved the charter change back in November of last year. I also think the internal group didn't make any recommendations because – Michelle Woodfork was on that list, and I think if she wasn't, then the mayor would have got her internal group to put her on it, and then that would have formed a different final three. That's just my opinion. You're right, but one of the things that the uh, external group did when they recommended the final three, they included uh, in their recommendations, you know, a couple of sentences about that Michelle Woodfork has shown tremendous progress in her brief tenure as the interim police chief over the past eight months. But they also said that the the other two finalists, one of them had 20 years as a police chief in four different departments, and the other one had been a police chief in Henderson, Nevada, for almost four years. And Michelle has been eight months as the interim police chief and one year prior to that, just made the rank of captain. So they, the external panel, recommended that if Michelle Woodfork is nominated and approved, nominated by the mayor and approved by the council, she would need some mentorship to help her get up to speed on how to run a department like the NOPD. Rafael Goyaneci is with us from the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Hey, Raphael, it's easy to play Monday quarterback, but it seems like maybe the council should have been in touch with IACP before the contract was even signed with them, saying, guys, we're going to be getting all the info that the mayor's getting. This isn't a deal with the mayor. This is a deal with the mayor, with us, the city council. This is a deal with the city of New Orleans. IACP took it as this is a deal with the city of New Orleans, Mayor LaToya Cantrell, city council. We can't give you any information. Did the council make a mistake not including themselves in uh, the, the, the loop as far as getting information as the process was going? The, the council requested to be included in the loop, but the mayor disregarded their request. So therein is part of the problem. So if the mayor now recognizes that her nominee has to pass city council scrutiny, 
then logic would suggest that the mayor would involve the city council yep. in the whole engagement of the IACP. So there is a clear line of communication. Everybody's on the same page. And if the council is convinced that the uh, process is fair and transparent and legitimate, uh, they're going to be more supportive of and more accepting of the recommendations of the IACP. And that has not been the way that this played out. And, and it's because the mayor entered into the contract, specifically excluded any input from the city council, which is now the confirming authority for her nominee. And you're hearing the city council express their concerns now about the way that this search has progressed. From what I understand, Raphael, the external committee only got sort of like a resume type thing. Let me put it to you this way. If you were making a resume, you wouldn't put your negatives on it. You would only put your positives. It's like a highlight reel. They, they basically got a highlight reel, the, the, the standard resume, the positives of these six semifinalists, not the negatives. Is that accurate? That's correct. So keep in mind that part of the reason that you engage an agency like the uh, International Association of Chiefs of Police is that they have subject matter expertise on what's needed to be a major police department superintendent. And any department that makes a hire uh, is going to, uh, as they call the list down, they're going to do background checks and provide background material on uh, the people that are going to get interviews. So the people that got interviews were the final six, and the final six profiles that were shared uh, by the IACP through the city to the panelists on the internal and external panels, all they included was their professional work record, uh, their tenure at various agencies, and their positive accomplishments. There was no background material about problems in their background presented to those individuals that were asked by the mayor to interview those people and make a recommendation. So they didn't have complete files on all this. And in fact, if you look at the contract that the mayor's office executed with the IACP, it says that a thorough background investigation will only be conducted on the three finalists. Well, if you had 33 people apply and 17 of them were determined to be qualified applicants, but you didn't do background checks on those 17, some of those 17 may not have been qualified. And then you got you went from 17 down to six, and they didn't conduct background checks on those six. So- and, and, and then the opposite's kind of true, Raphael, where, like, you could have a candidate that, like, on a 1 to 10 scale, his positives are a 7. The other candidates' positives are an eight. But the, the negatives, the guy with the seven has no negatives. The person that was an eight has a bunch of negatives. So that would lower the eight below the seven, arguably. So you're, if you're not doing a negative background check, you, 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 you're, you're kind of screwing over a bunch of candidates that have no negatives. Well, right. So of, of the semifinals, just a cursory internet search. 
the six semifinalists. One was an inspector from the Philadelphia Police Department. On paper, his resume looks very impressive. Yes. Been an inspector in Philadelphia, charge of various bureaus. Uh, but what ended up happening is he got in a road rage incident and essentially got reassigned. And after he was reassigned, his career path in Philadelphia uh, no longer existed. So he applied to be the superintendent of the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department and was passed over for that. He applied in Miami, Florida and was passed over for that. That information wasn't disclosed to any of the panelists. Wow. Uh, you know, the same thing with the other uh, uh, finalist, that's uh, Frederick Andrus from Henderson, Nevada. He killed somebody off-duty, I believe, right? Yeah, he got in a, a fight with somebody, and it was deemed self-defense, but that wasn't on his resume. That's it unreal. wasn't disclosed. Also, he was he elected to retire from Henderson, but he retired after there was a vote of no confidence by the men and women of his police department. Wow. So he elected to retire. He's the number one but guy on our list, right? for a position as the superintendent of police after he announced his retirement in Victoria, Texas, and they passed over him. They didn't appoint him. He's a finalist in the city of New Orleans. Victoria, right Texas passed him over, and he's a finalist for the New Orleans gig. Right. That leads right. to Ronald Surpass's comments. He joined us on the program last week. 33 candidates applying for a job. You know, he said a city of 250,000 plus. There should have been north of a hundred. But he said, uh, kind of the, the city's reputation. And I'm assuming, uh, you know, these police aren't stupid. Uh, they, they know New Orleans' is rep coupled with Arguably, the fix is in. You know, the the mayor's made all these public comments about Woodfork. They're in the you can Google them. So uh, mm -hmm. I would imagine the city's rep, coupled with the mayor's public comments about Woodfork, kept dozens and dozens and dozens of legitimate and better candidates than what we got away from the game. We get thirty three. Surpass says we should have had north of a hundred. Well, we don't know. I mean, 33 is what was disclosed. We don't know what the criteria was to call out uh, the initial 33 applicants down to 17. So I know some of the individuals that applied, and they have considerably more experience uh, than some of the, the semifinalists that were identified. And they didn't even get a phone call from my ACP. They put the resume in, and they were just thanked for their interest, but uh, they didn't make the cut. And no one explained how they didn't make the cut. So, um, again, part of the, the city council and the public's concern is the lack of transparency. I think the mayor is realizing now that uh, she's not going to be successful in getting her candidate through unless she becomes much more transparent in what's happened and how the process is going to evolve between now and her nomination. So the ICP now has to do a big, a big dive on the three finalists, supply that information to the mayor, and then the mayor needs to 
interview those people. And, of course, she's going to interview them with the benefit of their background data that wasn't supplied to the other people that wow. conducted their interviews. So wow. she thinks that's important for her to have it, but the people she appointed to interview those people didn't have the benefit of that information. By the way, Victoria, Texas has 65,000 people, Raphael. Well, there you go. Didn't get the gig. Kenner's larger. Kenner's got a hundred and something thousand. Uh, yeah. Didn't get yeah. the Victoria, Texas gig and is, a, is the number one candidate according uh, to the city. IACP. I, I don't know how I feel about this group. I mean, one side of me is like, it's sort of like Tom Benson when he bought the Saints. He went to the NFL. He went to other owners. He talked to other GMs. And they were like, you know, hire Jim Finks. And, you know, that would be a good move. I think because it was a new owner, they weren't intimidated by Benson. 20 years in the league, A, Benson's not going to ask the other owners for advice. B, they wouldn't have given it. The the city asking this this group that, you know, it sort of like represents police chiefs, I, I think that's fine, Raphael, but it also seems like there should have been maybe a secondary group that doesn't represent police chiefs. And is it like, that Frankie out of Baltimore, we really like him. He's been overlooked for a bunch of jobs. Let's make sure he's in there. Let's make sure Fred from Seattle's in there. I, I just don't know if it's the most fair, objective group, IACP, when they kind of represent the police at the same time, right? Yes. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, one of the disclosures that was just made yesterday by the IACP is the four-part uh, um, assessment that was made when those six semifinalists came into town uh, a week or so ago. Uh, and they were interviewed by the two panels and by a panel of IACP subject matter experts. And one of the uh, applications or tests that were uh, administered to all four of those people was uh, a, uh, a role-playing where the applicant, the chief candidate, had to be presented with some, some circumstances to determine whether or not they could how they would, their interpersonal skills with citizens and subordinates and, and police officers because they recognize how important that is in a police chief's ability to lead the department and instill public confidence in the chief's leadership with the public. Yep. So they test them and rated them on that. So by the scoring mechanisms, the applicant with the best score was Thedrick Andrus, the guy from Henderson, Nevada, whose men and women of the police department issued a vote of no confidence for. Wow. So he may have scored well in the role-playing exercise administered by the IACP, but in the field, the people that worked underneath him took the extraordinary measure of publicly voting that their superintendent did not have the confidence of the men and women of the Henderson Police Department. That is a strong statement about the candidate's interpersonal skills that the IACP gave him a high score on. Where do we go from here? The mayor, 
first off, behind schedule a little bit. And the mayor doesn't seem to have too much of a sense of urgency, said we're going to review it over the next few weeks. We'll have an answer, a candidate in the next few months, Raphael. Right. Well, keep in mind that Michelle Woodfork is already in her second term as the interim police chief. And I'm told that that second term expires sometime in September. I haven't checked that. I don't know that for a fact. But ultimately, if a decision is not made, then um, the mayor may have to appoint a separate interim chief. In the, because I believe I've been told that the appointment for an interim chief can only span two appointments. Wow. And she's in her second appointment. Wow. So, I mean, the mayor needs to be cognizant of a number of things that she hasn't been. Yeah. One is that she needs the cooperation of the council to get her nominee forward. The other is the sense of urgency that the men and women of the police department, as well as the public, need the mayor to recognize how important this is to the future of this city and prioritize her decision-making in making her recommendation uh, for the nominee for the superintendent, and it shouldn't take a couple of months to do it. You're down to three people. Uh, make the ICP do their dives. You can do uh, an Internet search and dig out a lot of this stuff, as the media has already proven. Not too optimistic right now, Raphael. Are you? Can can we get a good chief out of this? It, it doesn't seem like that's possible. Well, I think I think it is possible, but some things are going to have to change. So it's not too late. Uh, the mayor uh, could start to be more transparent, more open, and uh, enlist feedback and see what. Uh, the council wants, and they can quickly go back to the IACP and get answers to all of this because no one branch of government now can force the other branch to appoint a superintendent. The mayor can nominate. The council has to confirm. And unless those two work together, we're stuck in the mud. Hey, Raphael, how can folks uh, find out more about the Metropolitan Crime Commission? How can they report criminal activity, and how can they get on uh, the Metropolitan Crime Commission's email list where they get these crime bulletins and other email blasts from you guys? Right. So if you want to report something or you want to receive uh, regular weekly reports from us on crime trends, you can contact us in the office at 504-524-3148, or you can go to our website, which is Metro Crime, all one word, metrocrime.org, O-R-G. Always a pleasure, Raphael. Thanks for throwing that info inf- uh, information out there again, and thanks for joining us always. Thank you, Tommy. I mean, I think, <laughs> thank you, Corey. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks. Raphael Goyanetti joining us on a Tuesday afternoon, Metropolitan Crime Commission. Boy, every time I learn something, seriously, it's like, I mean, Raphael is like he breaks news because you get little micro details about the bigger story. You know, IACP, maybe not the best group. Uh, finalists, no negative information given. So you've got some folks that didn't make the final three, final six that may not have had as much of a resume of positives as some of these finalists. But 
maybe had no negatives and would have scored higher if the negatives would have been known. Victoria, Texas, this Andres guy who's the number one candidate right now. Victoria, Texas, he was a finalist for their job, did not get the gig. Victoria, Texas has 65,000 people. They didn't think he could cut it. Not the guy. In Nevada, in Texas, other places he was. Problems. Not finishing the job on a positive note. He's our number one guy. Woodfork needs mentoring, not ready yet. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. New Orleans and the rep, coupled with the mayor, the fixes in, every legitimate candidate ran from this gig. Instead of over a hundred applicants, we get thirty-three. No, just sad. Just can't do anything right. I mean, like the blueprint on how not to do it right. We embrace that in New Orleans and Louisiana. It's unreal. It's almost like you have to really think hard, multiple steps, how to really do each and every one wrong where it all adds up to the big monster of wrong. It's like a blueprint, like a schematic on how to screw it up. This is the right way to do it. Go the opposite way. This is the legitimate way. Go the illegitimate way. This is the right way. Go the wrong way. It's just, it's crazy. Really good stuff from Rafael Goyaneci. You ever miss anything like Freddie King, New Orleans City Councilman, joining us in the 4 o'clock hour? And we were talking about a lot of interesting stuff there, including the Tujac sign. Just no balance in New Orleans, I swear. No balance. It's like, that's a landmark. You can't get rid of the Tujac sign. Hey, Tujac's moved down the street. But I get it. It's the legendary Tujac sign. You don't want it Cajun seafood on there, that ugly sign. And then, my God, this company out of Seattle, Voodoo Donuts, wants to come. And black folks in New Orleans are up in arms uh, because, like, that's their property, Voodoo. Black folks in New Orleans especially, this white folks expropriating your ideas and your cultures for their economic gain is the most insane concept I've ever heard. Talk about just this a loser defeatist mentality. It's it's mind-blowing. It's the United States of America. Imitation is the purest form of flattery. Embrace it. My God, it's yelling. Black culture is fantastic. You're like, hey, we already know that. Quit stealing our stuff. So what, like a black person can't open an Italian restaurant or a Chinese restaurant, only can open a soul food restaurant. Really? Black folks can't cook in an Italian restaurant or Chinese kitchen has to be Chinese Asians or has to be uh, uh, Italians, Europeans cooking in the Italian restaurant. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. No, no. White people can use the term voodoo. It's not a black term. White people like Blaine Kern and, and, and Joe Yeager can open a, a cemetery voodoo museum, second line museum. It's not only black culture. And guess what? Black folks can do the same thing and compete if they want. Come up with the idea first. Absolute insanity. Voodoo donuts. Black folks are against it because white folks are coming in and using voodoo for profit. What What is wrong with some of you people, how you think? It's insane. I mean, cut off your nose to spite your face. You should be embracing it. Wow. People are imitating us. They're, they're taking our culture and running with it.
I don't know about you. A lot of restaurants in town, if it weren't for Latinos, you wouldn't get your meal. I don't care if it's Italian, Middle Eastern, Chinese, steakhouse. A lot of those are manned by Latinos. A lot of those are manned by black folks. <laughs> it's unreal. Black folks can work in the Chinese restaurant, the Italian restaurant, the, the Arab joint, but you, you, white folks can't use voodoo? Just self-defeating and silly and makes normal people, black, white, red, green, yellow, run in the opposite direction, expropriating ideas and cultures for white people's gain at the expense of black people like it's a continuation of slavery. It's 2023. It's American capitalism. Anyone's welcome to any idea. A black person can open an Italian restaurant and a, and a Jewish guy can open a soul food joint and an Arab can open Chinese if he wants. Jeez, and Pete's. Welcome to America in 2023. Hey, best quality, best price, best selection. You know I'm talking about your neighborhood Rouse's. Yeah, your neighborhood Rouse's. In your neighborhood, right next door to your neighborhood, there's a Rouse's just minutes away. Tastes like home. Rouse's Markets. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day by river rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique as you. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. 
the Lamarck Automotive Collision Center. It's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. down to New Orleans' own Bourbon Street, the toilet of the Crescent City. Literally. Need to urinate? Pee right on one of the historic buildings. Need to vomit? It's okay. Throw up right in the street. Bourbon Street. Prostitution. Drugs. Strip joints. Daiquiri shops. And trinket stores. The toilet of the Crescent City. Come on down. It's Bourbon Street. Why aren't you at Katie's right now? Winding down your Tuesday afternoon in style. Katie's lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, brunch on Sunday. It truly is the quintessential New Orleans neighborhood restaurant. Big portions, New Orleans specialties, that old school New Orleans menu you know and love. No one does it better than Katie's in Mid-City. Iberville, Corner Talamacus. As New Orleans as it gets, why aren't you at Katie's right now? Corey Johnson with you on a Tuesday afternoon. You never know what you're going to get on the program. Freddie King, 4 o'clock hour, New Orleans City Councilman District C, talking about all kind of stuff, including the Tujac sign in the quarter. Real interesting conversation. Rafael Goyeneche from the Metropolitan Crime Commission in the 5 o'clock powwow. I highly recommend it if you care about the city, this police search, the lack of transparency. So many problems at so many different levels. A lot of great insight, good takes from Rafael Goyeneche. That was in the 5 o'clock hour. If you ever miss any of that, you can always check it out on YouTube, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Lots of different ways to check out the program after the fact. What do they call that? Like a podcast? Today, back in 1981, Snooky and MTV cranked things up. Yep, I said it earlier. MTV's like MSNBC or CNN or Fox News. MTV doesn't have videos anymore. It's Jersey Shore. MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, they don't have news, it's political talk. Ratings winners. 
That's Blue Boy saying thanks so much for checking us out. We'll see you tomorrow. Wide open Wednesday, 4 p.m. Manana. You're on the neutral ground with Corey Johnson on TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. Also on YouTube, on radio at NOLA Talk, 93.9 FM, WSLA New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend & Company Fine Jewelers, Brightling Time, 6 p.m.